Welcome to Flyover Conservative Podcast with David and Stacey Whited, where we break down current events and examine culture through the lens of conservative Christian values. It's kind of interesting, uh, this past week, uh, a group of self-proclaimed elites met in a little remote mountain village uh, over in Europe to, to plan your future and mine. And, uh, you know, sometimes when it comes down to that, I'm like, no. I kind of have my own uh, future planned out. I work that out uh, with 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 God and my exactly. wife. Exactly. And uh, we sort of, of plan our future. And I don't, Not the elites planning it for us. I don't need an elite. And if there was an elite in my life, it's going to be me. I'm the elite in my own <laughs> life. Yeah. Ask my dog. Uh, I am the elite in in this house, and uh, you know, but but they have other plans, and it's kind of interesting. There's this mindset of of the farmers that live in the farmhouse, and then there's the cattle out in the barn, and mm-hmm. and as as silly as that sounds, I think that's what they actually really think. Now, somebody has been breaking down how these sick, twisted people think, and and and, and here's the deal: they write books about it. They yeah. tell you they're this not is, trying to hide it. No, they're like, hey, we, this is this is who we are. They wrote a book called The Great Reset. A guy named Klaus Schwab predicted everything that we've experienced the last three or four years. Your, your, the business that accident. you own being shut down and, and everything that's come come against us. I wrote a book called The Great Reset, but somebody else wrote another book called The Great Awakening and, and how they're juxtaposed against each other. And there's a plan because it's not just wisdom in this from a man, which is a ton of wisdom. It's a lot of, of wisdom from God's word. Yes. Uh, over half of this book was actually stolen from God and plagiarized uh, from him personally. But that's okay. But God you, doesn't care. But if you're going to steal ideas, God's a good one. That at is least, the one to steal from. Like at least steal God's ideas. So yes. we did that. And he wrote a book called called uh, The Great Reset versus The Great Awakening. He's the host of the Thrive Time Show, Mr. Clay Clark. Yay! Hey, thank you guys so much for allowing me to be here with you guys today. We got a lot of stuff to unpack. And Dave, I'm, I'm just honored to be here with you guys. Thank you so much for your time. You know, Absolutely. We, we love it. Something, I, you know, before we kind of get into the, the World Economic Forum stuff, the things I think you, that, that people tend to look back on on their deathbed kind of stuff is like, you know, did I make a difference? What's left behind? Mm-hmm. I think men have a lot of that instinctively. That's why a lot of, you know, bridges or buildings, you know, men want them named after after men. They want their name to carry on. You know, uh, I don't know if women think that way as much, that no, multi-generational, really. like, is there a statue made for me? You know, no. uh, men, men have that. But the thing that really lasts is the ideas and contribution you make to other people. We had this incredible opportunity last week to do an in-person deep dive with an author named J.T. Lawson. Now, J.T. Lawson is a guy that Clay, was, as you know, was mentored by you for the last, I think, three years. And he wrote a book called What I Learned from My Millionaire Mentor. Mm-hmm. And, and it's something, you know, we kind of bang against some of this younger generation and how, you know, they need to pick it up in some areas. But when you find somebody that that is crushing life uh, in that age gap, I think he's 28 years old. Mm-hmm. And uh, we had so much fun. It was so encouraging. Uh, talking to JT, I want to play just a, just a just the, the the trailer from that interview. We'll put the the whole thing down below. You can find it on Rumble or anywhere. But that talk you about you know content. six steps to making a great goal statement and everything it that was people amazing. the the comments below the video. There's people my age and older that were like, oh, I'm so encouraged. Yep. I'm gonna like you know get up and start making my bed or whatever. They were very encouraged. But let's play the trailer from uh, this interview. Hard times create strong men, strong men create easy times. You don't want me fighting for this country. I promise you that. Right now we're in easy times. So now we're getting weak men. One of the worst things you can do is be like, hey, you're perfect the way you are. You don't need to change, it's not your fault. I'm really busy right now. You need to change things. And now when I see old friends, they're like, dude, you've changed. Like, I had to. Very few people are actually too dumb to make a lot of money. There you go. Most people want to make a change and they have these big goals. You can't without money. Money is just a vehicle to get you to your destination. 
can't control what happens to you, but you can control how you deal with it. If you don't design the life you want, you live the life you don't by default. What are three things that everybody watching, based on your mentorship from a millionaire, would move the dial in their life the most? You can go to Flyover.live and watch that to its entirety. And also go to jtlawson.com. The link will be down below if you want to buy this book. I would say buy five of them and give them to people that you want to invest in. But but Clay, what's your reaction to that? Because it's got to feel good because he started out day ones as like kind of blank canvas. And it's pretty pretty exciting to see. Very, very real. Um, and this is, this is not... Uh, anything I say that goes against the Bible, please go with the Bible. So I'm just going to have notes here. I'm going to go over them, and, I, and I'm, I'm not playing Tetris. I'm just going to read you a couple Bible verses that people need to know. The Bible says, okay, it says, For a companion of fools, for a companion of fools shall suffer harm. Okay? For a companion of fools shall suffer harm. Now, this is this is going to make somebody out there irritated, but that's okay. Proverbs 13.20 from the Bible, it says, he that walketh with wise men shall be wise, but a companion of fools shall be destroyed. That's not my opinion. Now, now you read Proverbs 10, 4. I'm pulling that up here. This is from the Bible. Again, not, not me. This is not in a business book that I've created. And you steal um, a lot of your good ideas from God, just so people know that's a that's pattern. That's a good source. That's a pattern I see in your life. You you just you take all God's good ideas and you steal them, and then you use them. It's, yeah. Well, okay, well, this is Proverbs 10, 4, and it says here, it says, he, uh, he becometh poor that dealeth with a slack hand, but the hand of the diligent maketh rich. So it, it, what happens is, is every Wednesday at uh, 5.30, so tomorrow night at 5.30, I will interview approximately 40 people that want a job. They want a job. Um, and I have 160 clients. And through that, there are certain people. We just hired a young lady. And I won't mention her name because it's private information at this point. But she really wants to be successful. So she pulled me aside and she said to me, I really want to be successful. What do I need to do? Which, by the way, only one out of 100 employees ever asks. So I said, uh, uh, you know, again, I have I have uh, workshops we do every two months, and only one out of 100 employees ever wants to go to them. And I write books, and only one out of 100 employees ever reads them. And she says to me, hey, I finished reading your book uh, called A Millionaire's Guide um, to Becoming Sustainably Rich. And I just want to know, what do I need to do to become a consultant? How do I get promoted? What do I need to do? Well, so when JT showed up in my life, he was uh, working for one of my clients called scorebball.com. That's the website scorebball.com. I'll pull it up on my screen so your folks can know this isn't this is not a fictitious fictitious business. And so he was working there and uh, I'm working with score basketball. Now the word hate uh, means extreme intense hostility or aversion or deriving from fear or anger or sense of urgency or dislike. Um, I hate poverty more than I like success. I'll try that again. I hate poverty more than I like success. I have no desire to be successful. I just hate poverty. So I, if, if, I, just to be very clear, I'm not excited by the things money can buy. I just hate poverty. I grew up with it. I hate it. Yeah. So Score Basketball hired me over 10 years ago, and he says, I want to build a successful company. And so I'm going to show you on this screen here what we did for him. Um, when you do a search on Google and you type in Tulsa Basketball Lessons, um, and you, you do a search for Tulsa Basketball Lessons, the reason why he comes up top in the search results is not because he's a good guy. It's because I know how to optimize a website. Now, I'm going to give people free search engine optimization training on today's show. So, one, <laughs> okay. whoever has the most original HTML hypertext markup language content, whoever has the most content. Two, it's whoever has the most objective Google reviews. Three, it's the most canonically or, or Google compliant website for the most mobile compliant website. And Coach Calvert, Don Calvert, he says to me, 
Uh, I'll pull up a, a picture of his face so you can see he's a real person. He says to me, uh, I've, been to- I've, to- I've been told you're the best. I don't really know what you do. I love basketball. I need more customers. I don't really know how to do that. Can you watch me through it? There's Coach Calvert. And I said, sure, I'll teach you how to do it. And so we helped Coach Calvert go from the bottom of the search results to the top. Um, we helped Coach Calvert grow his business by... 400% maybe. Wow. And one of the employees that he hired was a man by the name of JT Lawson. Now, JT Lawson and I, um, I didn't know who he was. I just knew that Coach Calvert brought him to a meeting. And he's in the meeting, and JT's got a pen. He's taking notes. He's actively listening. He's going, how do we get to the top of Google? I said, <laughs> most content, most original HTML content, most reviews, most mobile compliance, most search engine content. He goes, okay. So the next week we come into the meeting because every one of my coaching meetings, by the way, if you go to thrivetimeshow.com and you click on testimonials, I pride myself in coming up with a scalable plan because complexity fails, simplicity scales, complexity fails, simplicity scales. So I make a simple plan and I said, what I need you to do this week is I need you to go, you, Mr. JT and the other guy, you guys need to get Google reviews. And my team is going to write the content, but you guys need to get objective Google reviews and video reviews. So these two guys come back from the meeting uh, who are not JT. And I said, guys, how many reviews did you get? Because it's a weekly meeting. It's a weekly meeting. You leave with homework. It's action. It's action. It's accountability. Right. And so we come back to the meeting and the other two guys said, well, we couldn't get reviews. You know, parents were busy, you know, a lot of kids. It's just tough, you know. And people say there's three reasons, Dave, that people say they don't get stuff done. Three. There's just three. I forgot. Ran out of time, didn't know what to do. That's the three. Mm-hmm. I forgot, didn't know what to do, ran out of time. And JT's like, he just sits back, doesn't say anything. I said, how many reviews did you get, mister? And the guy says, not JT, the other employees. They said, I got, I didn't get any, you know, one guy's like, I forgot. You know, next guy says, oh, I was too busy. JT's like, I got 24. Wow. I said, you got you get 24, other guy got, and they're like, well, that's just because he's just pressuring people and we don't want, and then it becomes an ethical debate. Okay. So the next week, how many get reviews? <laughs> and they, nothing, nothing. JT's like, you know, I got 20. Okay. What next one? How many guys get zero, zero? JT's like, every week he has like 10, 20, 15, whatever, and they get zero. Okay. You guys, now, now, now that we, now that we've mastered the art, when I say we, JT has mastered the art of getting reviews, we're going to add a second trick. Okay. The second trick is going to be to get video reviews. Okay. So this week we're going to get Google reviews and video reviews. Ready? Here we go. Next week, guys, did you get any Google reviews? No, we didn't do it. Get any Google reviews? Nope. JT, did you get them? Yeah, I got 10 Google reviews, 10 video reviews. And so I started realizing he actually implements what he's learning. So JT says, hey, can I come to one of your workshops? His boss, Coach Calvert, said, yeah, he can come to the workshop. I think it'd be healthy for him. JT reaches out to me, takes the high road, calls the the boss and says, is it okay if I work for Clay in the morning before I work for you at night? Because I work for you from 3 o'clock to 8. Can I work for Clay in the morning? And the coach says, sure, you can do it. So JT said, uh, Clay, can I work for you? I got permission from my boss. Can I work for you for free in the mornings so I can learn from you? Now, what's so crazy? What's so crazy? So crazy. So crazy. Nobody (laughs) ever asked that, ever. So none of the employees who work in my office right now, with an exception of four or five, and I can say this for two reasons. One, it's true. Second is none of them would ever listen to a podcast because that would require thinking. (laughs) So they're not going to listen. I'm serious. They're not going to listen to this show. And so very few people ever ask me how to become successful. But he was like, how do I do it? Then he said, uh, he says, uh, and I don't want to make the whole show about this, but it's so important. He says, "What if I, if you were me, what would you do to become successful? I said, play the game called beat your boss to work because no one ever wins except for me. 
but the only people that have ever beat me or have at least tied end up being very successful. He goes, okay. So every day, homeboy's getting here like at five in the morning. He's getting here every day at five. Then he says, what else should I do? I said, carry a to-do list, have a calendar, block out time for what matters, make your goals, do it every day. So next thing I know, I see this guy with a clipboard. I see this guy showing up on time early, actually. I see this guy with a calendar, a to-do list. He's early. But he says, what else can I do? I said, over-deliver. Your job is to exceed the expectations of every single human you ever come in contact with. And by the way, people equate quality with speed. So most people, if you react fast and give them fast results, they perceive it as a higher quality thing. So you want to move, move, move. And eventually, he, I realized this guy can hang with me. This guy, he's, he's not annoying me. He's not slowing me down. And my hatred of poverty isn't being focused on him because people that cause me poverty, I will fire them immediately. I have zero patience for jackassery. And so he was in the flow. And uh, to his to his credit, uh, he ended up building a six-figure income and then beyond that. Amazing. And then he said, hey, how do I make a seven-figure? How can I make a million dollars? How do I do it? I said, well, you want to own your own business and you want to buy a rental property. Next thing I know, homeboy buys a rental property. Next thing I know, he opens up a business. So I can just say, if you go to jtlawson.com, jtlawson.com, and I want to give credit where credit is due, he is a diligent doer. So Proverbs 10.4 works in his, his favor because it's God's law. He work, God blesses the hand of the diligent and punishes the slacker. So the reason why he's successful is because he learned the principles and applied them. Now, the final thing, if you're out there, if you're one of my long-term clients, and by the way, my long-term clients always listen to podcasts. You know why? Because they're lifetime learners. And lifetime learners are lifetime earners. Someone should think about that. Lifetime earners are lifetime earners. So my clients, though, they say, well, now that I'm rich, what should I do? And if you go to thrivetimeshow.com, you're going to see a this is a, a, a charity I'm thinking about starting, Dave, called Please Support Rich Board People. Rich Board People. Uh, <laughs> you go to thrivetimeshow.com, you click on testimonials. My clients like stevecurrington.com. I'm not kidding. They will come to our conferences and at our meetings and say that their biggest issue is they're bored because they make so much money and they have nothing to do all day because I build systems. Um, and so anyway, these, these longtime clients who are successful, they always say, now that I'm successful, what should I do? And I say, well, there's three phases of wealth. Step one is you learn how to do it. Step two is you earn. Step three, you should return. You should teach the next generation mm -hmm. how to become successful. And don't try to teach people that don't want to be taught. But again, right. the student, when the student right. is ready, the teacher appears. And so uh, I'm super excited to see JT now take what he's learned and put it into a book form. Um, and the way he wrote it, you can fly through the book yeah. yep. and you can really yep. learn a lot about yourself and success and probably, I'd say, two hours. And it's jtlawson.com. And uh, what he's doing is if you do buy a copy of his book at jtlawson.com, um, you're entered in for a chance to win a trip to Hawaii because the whole purpose of success is to have time freedom and financial freedom. And so he's given anybody who buys a book and I think he's going to do it after he hits his 1,000th copy he sells. So you have like a 1 in 1,000 chance to wow. win a trip to Hawaii. So JTLawson.com, you got a chance to win. I mean, 1 out of 1,000 chance, that's a pretty good chance. That I want to throw in a little observation. We watch movies. There's two things Stacey and I watch for because there's messaging that always goes into movies. Number one, number one, just, this is a survey. When you guys are watching movies out there, watch anytime there's a sexual encounter, 
it's always outside of marriage, whether it's mm-hmm. it's shown, seen, insinuated, they go into the house and the lights shut off. And, you know, if, if there's a, a sexual encounter insinuated in a movie, it's always outside of marriage, never yeah. inside of marriage because they edify. If you're going to have fun, if you're going to have sex, life's good. It's always going to be outside mm-hmm. of the confines of marriage. Every movie, every sitcom, every show, almost without exception. So, yeah. so just kind of you know, keep your own little, like a uh, little tally at home when you guys are watching TV shows, sitcoms, movies, whatever. Number two, Anytime somebody shows up into a work environment in a television show or a movie, they're always the last one there. When they're the star of the show. The star main character, and, and usually it's the owner of a company or whatever. No matter what their role is in a company, everybody's at their desk. They're walking through the dining. Hi, Jane. Hey, Karen. How's it going? The star of the show is always the last one to arrive. <laughs> everybody's already working. He's coming in and, and maybe that's easy from filming because it's conversation and going, but that's not the reality in real no. life. Those are two things. And, and the reason is because, because they're, they're, they're trying to create an anti-prosperous environment. Mm-hmm. They don't want, they don't want families to thrive. They don't want individuals to thrive. Those are two things you'll always see in every movie you ever watch and just start. Well, I don't care if it's, if it's Tony Stark I don't care if it's uh, Homer Simpson, mm-hmm. they're always the last one to show up at a, at a, at a job. I love connecting with you and your your wife there because um you you always teach me something. I I and I'm not just saying this. This isn't like a spiritual spiritual one-upsmanship. I just I mentioned as I mentioned earlier go back to it, I hate poverty. Yeah. So like I yeah. hate anything that is not fighting poverty. So I just have like a real problem with anything that's not work. So my entire what I like to do is work. And so I'm just going to give your listeners an example. If you go to gibsendgo.com forward slash Navarro, this is a real thing. Peter Navarro, just to be very clear, this is the man, um, and I put it up on the screen here. This is the man who wrote the Trump economy. So let me just make a quick list of the things he did, okay? So you talk about deregulation, Peter Navarro. Talk about tax cuts, Peter yep. Navarro. Let's just stop right there. How many of us benefited from tax cuts? I did. How mm-hmm. many of us benefited north of $1,000 a year from tax cuts? We all did. Peter Navarro. Deregulation. What does that mean? He removed the layers of regulation that got in the way or the expense layers that got in the way, the bureaucracy of getting things done. You talk about deregulation. You talk about uh, the idea of deregulation. That's Peter Navarro. You talk about lowering tax cuts. It's Peter Navarro. You talk about this idea of lowering taxes. You go, yeah, but what else did they what else did Trump do? Uh, Okay. how about being energy independent? Peter Navarro. Peter Navarro had the thought, let's be energy independent. You talk about what? what? Yeah, energy independent. Peter Navarro, tax cuts. The U- USMCA, USMCA, the, the U.S.-Mexico-Canada uh, mm-hmm. trade agreement. It's the largest it's the largest trade agreement in, in world history. That's Peter Navarro. Peter Navarro, you talk about, hey, let's keep inflation rate. Let's keep that low by having a control over fiscal spending. And again, this is all stuff that Peter Navarro, he was Trump's only lead, one of his only lead advisors from 2016, the campaign when it was a theory, to the implementation of it. Now, let me get into the, I just gave you some facts. Now let's get into the emotional side. He's 74. Now, there's a lot of people who are 74, and this is not Peter Navarro. There are people who are 74 that talk like this. Dave and Stacy, I really appreciate you allowing yeah. me to be on your show. Where are my pets? Where yeah. are my pets? Dave, send me a fax. Dave, you called me on my fax. I couldn't answer the MP3. No, there's, but there's senile 74-year-old people. This is like, I mean, Trump is 77. Peter's 74. These are sharp, accurate thinkers, but he's 74. Peter yeah. can and do more push-ups going- than anybody on the screen. I guarantee. <laughs> but this guarantee. Guy, he's being sentenced. He's being sentenced right now. 
on this is real deal. He's being sentenced, which means they're going to say you have to go to jail for this long. He's being sentenced on January 25th. Okay. And he called me. And again, this has to do with my hatred of poverty. He calls me up. I said, how are you? It's crazy when you ask someone how they're doing and you actually listen. So he says, said, how are you? He said, I, I, I'm doing good. Uh, sentencing is January 25th. He said this about 60 days ago. I said, what does that mean? He said, um, it's what they're going to tell me how long I go to prison. That's what happens. I go, mm, how much money do you need to raise? So at that point, we were about $50,000 raised. And he said, um, well, uh, about 950 grand. And I said, so you need to raise 950 grand. Now, this is what I did. I'm telling everybody, this is how you do it. This is success 101. I said, let's take 950,000. And this is what I did. Divide that by 60. Somebody with a calculator, you can follow along. I'm pulling it up right now. So I'm like, I need to raise $15,833 a day for this guy. Now, we are on pace to do it. We've been raising. Who's we? You guys have done a great job helping mm-hmm. him. Uh, Amanda Grace has done a great job. Uh, Dave Scarlett's done a great job. General Flynn has really done a tremendous mm-hmm. job. Devin Nunez has done a great job. And so I called Nunez. I said, Nunez, this is the, the, the CEO of Truth Social, good friends of President Trump. I said, can I cut? Can we cut? Let's cut a video for uh, – let's cut a commercial for Navarro. So we got Tucker Carlson and Navarro, uh, Nunez and Flynn. And by the way, this was cut on Christmas Eve. What? You worked on the holiday? Yes. Actually, I celebrate holidays by working. That's how I celebrate. (laughs) We recorded this thing. And so far right now, we are on pace because of your wonderful listeners out there who have been supporting $5, $50 a time. Look at the donations as we look at the screen here. 15, 50, 100, 5. I just talked to Peter right before we hopped on the show. He goes, how are you doing this? The RNC won't help. No, they won't. You know why? Nikki Haley. By the way, the people that are supporting E. Jean Carroll's rape case against President Trump, Reed Hoffman, that guy, Reed Hoffman, is the same one donating to Nikki Haley. What am I saying? So, no, think about this. How much money is coming into the RNC right now? A lot. How much money is going to help support Peter Navarro, who authored the entire Trump economy that Republicans claim to stand for? Republicans, let me give you the RNC speech. At the RNC, we support low taxes and deregulation. Really? Because the guy who did it, they won't give 10 bucks to. So I know a lot of people that are going, Carl, what do you want to eat today? So I told my wife, I told myself, this is how I work. I said, I will literally, anytime I have downtime at all, at the top of my list is Peter Navarro. And I will not stop talking about Peter Navarro, Peter Navarro, Peter Navarro, until we hit that goal. Because we have to raise, and it's not it's not my opinion, we have to raise $950,000 over a period of 60 days. Just like I told Mr. JT Lawson, I said, you want to be a millionaire? This is how much you have to make per day. So what we have to do, your listeners out there today, what I'm doing to help you is I want you to win a backstage pass to the Reawaken America Tour, and I want you to help my friend Peter Navarro. So if you go to givesingo.com and you donate anything, 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 how much is anything, anything at all, and you text me proof of donation. I just gave away a backstage pass yesterday to a wonderful woman who cried on the phone. If you just donate anything at all and you text me proof of donation to 918-851-0102 and you request a ticket, you shall be helping a 74-year-old man who authored the Trump economy, who has 48 hours left to hit his financial goals. And this just in, President Trump just donated $300,000 additionally to help Peter Navarro. So we're going to get it done. But my my action steps or my pro tips, my business coaching tips for anybody out there who's looking for them at all, is step one, you set a goal. Mm. 
set a goal that excites you, that liberates you, that keeps you up at night, that wakes you up early. You can't sleep. Why can't you sleep? Because you're excited about your goal. It's like when you meet your girlfriend, your boyfriend, you're on the phone till four in the morning talking in circles. You're so excited. You can't put the phone down. What are you doing? I don't know. What are you doing? What are you doing? You hang up. No, you hang up first. No, you hang up. Let me play a Belle Biv DeVos song for you real quick. Let me play Millie Vanilli. Let me play. Here's a Boys to Men song. Let me hit play. Into the road. Boys to Men. Stay up all night. But the point is you're so excited that you are. And I am so excited right now to help Peter Navarro. Why? Because this is the guy who helped us. So you step one, you set the goal. After you set the goal, step two, you block out time. So people say, Clay, can you go out to dinner? No. I talked to my one of my best friends. He said, could you do dinner? No. Why? I'm helping Peter Navarro. Can you do dinner? No. Hey, can you hang out? No. Can we? No. Can you watch football? No. Can you? No, 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 no. Why? Because every single second of every single day is focused on Peter Navarro, and we're almost there. So step one, set a goal. Step two, block out time. Step three, cut out negative influences. The Bible mm-hmm. says for a companion of fools shall suffer harm. And I was around some people, not in my office, thankfully, but a few people are going, that's never going to happen. You're not going to raise $950,000 in 60 days. Well, my sister, she used to raise money for, stop, get your Bye. sister out of my face. Yep. Get out of my yep. face. Run. So you got to block out negative influences. Okay. And you got to bring in positive influences. So you got to get people around you like General Flynn, like Devin Nunes, like Cash Patel, like the flyover conservatives, like Amanda Grace, like Julie Green. You get these people, you get Julie Green. I talked to Julie Green yesterday. I'm not going to tell you the whole story. I talked to Julie Green. Julie Green says to me, Clay Clark, Peter Navarro, talk to me. I told her. She said, okay. And Julie Green is a woman of action, a woman mm-hmm. of action. If people haven't seen your interviews, uh, Stacy with Julie Green, they have to do it. But she's a woman of action. She called me. It wasn't a lot of fanfare, probably 60-second call. She said, Clay Clark, Peter Navarro, how can I help? I told her. She said, okay. Next thing you know, she's promoting it. She's sending it. Boom. So all I'm saying is we've got it right now as Christians. Yep. We've got a sprint from now until November 5th, which is my birthday. And I don't want my birthday to be terrible. I want to be working on my birthday. Okay. Don't make it terrible for me. We've got to win. 285 days. 285 days. So everybody out there, we got to step one, set the goal. What's the goal? Save America, get Trump in the office. Step one. What's what's our goal? Get Trump in office. Goal Mm -hmm. number two. What's our goal? Goal number two. Goal number two. How do we do it? Block out time. I don't have time. You do have time. Stop watching Netflix. Well, but I want to watch the Buffalo Bills. Well, they just lost. Well, I want to watch them. Stop it. Block out time. Find time. Cancel Netflix. Cancel relationships that don't matter. Stop talking in circles. Gossip. Get off Facebook. Block out time. Third, cut anybody out of your life that's a negative satanic influence out with love. Call them up and just say, hey, you know, you come into my house and smoking weed room is not a good look. So I need you mm-hmm. to stop smoking weed or stop coming over. We need to have those conversations. Yeah. And then finally, we have just got to get surrounded by positive influences. And one way to do it is if you come to our Reawaken America tour in Detroit, you're going to be surrounded by 5,000 patriots. You guys will be there. Alina Haba will be there. Jim Brewer just spoke to him this morning. He's moving his schedule around. He has a live comedy performance that night, so he'll be there in the morning. Uh, But you got to get to this event, folks. There's 70 speakers. And if you wear your bowling shoes, which I just bought my genuine bowling shoes. (laughs) It says rental on them. They're brand new. It's the BSI pro version rental. But if you wear your bowling shoes to the reawaken in Detroit, you actually backstage, go backstage and meet the speakers. Now, if security thinks you're odd, they may ask you to leave, but you can wear your bowling shoes and get a backstage at any, any ticket price point. You just go to time well, to free like, well, a, a yep. lot of our listeners of just wear bowling shoes anyway. Oh, so yeah. it's not a problem. Yeah. They're just going to show up. And that's just, that's part of the, of the move. I want to get into one thing real quick before we leave. Cause I mentioned this at the outset, the world economic forum and, and 
it's, it's not about this one person. It's not about this one speech. I want to play a 30 second clip because people need to realize if you're on autopilot and you're just letting life happen, these are the people that are, that do have a goal. They do have an agenda. They do have a kind and they're making things happen. If you're not grabbing a hold of the steering wheel in your life and saying, no, I'm not participating in your fake drama, your disease X, you're this, you're that you're controlling, you're con- taking care of free speech. If you're not, if you're not, awake in your own mm-hmm. life. These are the people that are awake in the, in, in your life and are taking, taking, I want to play this clip, just get your mm-hmm. cut on it because you wrote this whole book about the yep. great reset and what these guys are doing and the Klaus Schwab and Harari have kind of become the face of it, but there's a whole cast of characters in America. There's 340, 50 million. I don't know how many people, but you know, 7 billion in the world, there's probably 300 to 3000 that consider themselves the elites that are that are running this thing. I want to play this clip and then and we might even play it twice because I want people to grab it. We'll play this clip twice, back to back, Colton, if we can. And then I want to get your mm-hmm. your takeaway on it. The good news is the elite across the world trust each other more and more. So we can come together and design and do beautiful things together. The bad news is that in every single country they were polling, the majority of people trusted that elite less. So we can lead, but if people aren't following, we're not going to to get to where we want to go. The good news is the elite across the world trust each other more and more. So we can come together and design and do beautiful things together. The bad news is that in every single country they were polling, the majority of people trusted that elite less. So we can lead, but if people aren't following, we're not going to to get to where we want to go. That's unbelievable. And and Dave, I'll I'll say this too. I've got a clip here. I'm just going to play this in the background as we comment on that. We'll be able to see this. The World Economic Forum, they started off this year's festivities on day two with a witch doctor. They brought an actual witch doctor in to spread the virus by coughing on people. This is a symbolic spreading of disease X. This is really what they did. Um, They brought in um, people to talk. They're actually using the phrase new world order. So I'm not using the phrase new world order. They're now actually referring to the great reset as the new world order. Very transparent. This is, uh, they brought in here a Jake Sullivan, the U S national security advisor to the white house. Look at this. This lady's coughing on people doing a witch doctor satanic celebration, bringing in familiar spirits as Jake Sullivan, the current U.S. national security director, is discussing out loud the new world order. They're they're not hiding it at all. And so Christians, I beg you, I'm telling you, if you're listening right now and you have a sound mind and I know you do because you're watching the flyover conservatives. Get on over to give, send, go, forward slash Navarro, support Peter Navarro, do that, and then sh- get to the Reawaken America Tour. Do what you have to do. Do what you need to do. Shove stuff out of your calendar. Shove it out of your way that's in your way. Shove excuses out of the way and find a way to get out to these events because most of the people, and Stacey, you've met so many of them. You have too, Dave. Most of the people that are making the impact at in the world right now, they are people who came to the Reawaken Tour and were energized, mm-hmm. not by me, but by the collective humanity that want to serve Christ and edify Jesus and to share the gospel. People like General Flynn, Mike Lindell, Cash Patel, Peter Navarro, people like Alina Haba, they're all going to be there, and they're all coming together for this one final event in Detroit. So find a way. Cancel excuses. 
get out of the move excuses out of the way. Come join us, Detroit. Uh, that's going to be the showdown at Motown. They have their Davos, they have their World Economic Forum, their annual Satanic Witch Doctor filled celebration. But we have the Reawaken America tour. And Dave, I am fired up about it. And I know that your listeners are going to donate right now to Peter Navarro because. You're kind of scared of what will happen if you don't. So go to GibsonGo.com forward slash Navarro and support Peter Navarro. He's a great American. He really does need your help here during these final 48 hours. That is awesome. Again, Flyover Family, you can text 918-851-0102 for tickets to the Reawaken America event. When you do that with with the word flyover... It puts you in a drawing for Backstage Pass, as well as what you said about P- Peter Navarro. Now, if they donate to Peter Navarro, just text that same phone number, 918-851-0102, and they'll also get put in for a Backstage Pass. In a we'll give it away today. I mean, it'll be today. So we're going to give away the Backstage Pass today. And uh, Dave, I don't know. I mean, your modeling career is going well. Look at you. <laughs> Beautiful, man. Thank you, Stacey. You guys are absolutely a, a home run couple. And I mean this sincerely, folks. Proverbs 10 4 said, God blesses the hand of the diligent and punishes the hand of the slacker. Also, the Bible is very clear. You need to surround yourself with, it says, for a counsel of a person who's a, a, around fools shall suffer harm. Okay. Yeah. So, so a person who surrounds themselves with negative influences will suffer harm. And, folks, if you haven't subscribed to the Flyover podcast, you got to do it. But, and you got to just get rid of Fox News, stop watching Newsmax, start listening to the flyover conservatives. You, you got to do it, folks, because these people, Dave and Stacey, they're good people. Thank you, guys. Thank Thanks, you, Clay, Clay for your time. Bye-bye. We really appreciate it. This is a crazy time to be alive. Well, just in our lifetime, used to be where you'd hear your grandparents talk about how cheap gas was and stuff, and it was 75 years before, 50 years you yeah. know, before. And so we've seen a lot of changes since Biden took office, $700 more a month than what you needed in January of 21 when he took office. You might hear these kind of things and think, oh, that's overwhelming. I can't control the government. I can't control what they're doing. I can't control the spending, but we can take care of ourselves. You want to make sure that you're buying bullion from somebody that you can trust and someone that does not charge you a commission when you go to sell. If there's going to be a commission, have it on the front end, not the back end when it skyrockets and now you're like, oh my gosh, look at this big, huge commission I got to pay because it's on the back end before I sell it. You can buy an ounce of silver for $23. So this is something everybody can get into. And if silver goes to $50, if it goes to 75, if it goes to 100, all of those profits are yours. And that's happening while the dollar is buying less and less at the actual grocery store. So you can go to flyovergold.com, fill out your information. When you do that, someone from Dr. Kirk's team will get a hold of you to set up a free consultation. It doesn't cost you any money whatsoever. Or to do the same thing, you can just call 720-605-3900. For those of you that are my age or maybe even you know a little older in that range, you probably remember this commercial. Where's, Where's the beef? Oh, yeah, definitely. And I guarantee if, if there's a cut in the supply chain due to weather, any other kind of political attack, we're in election year, your kids are going to be looking at you saying that exact same thing if all you've stored is rice, beans, and maybe some pudding. They're, they're like, <laughs> where's, where's the, the beef? beef? They want to substitute real beef for stuff made in a lab. It's alive! It's alive! Even if you're, you know, kind of a prepared person, you've got a few things stored, it's hard to take care of the protein source in a way that's still enjoyable. These prices are so good and the beef isn't in such good quality. You could be storing this beef and use it on a regular basis. This could be part of your Taco Tuesday experience because you don't have to worry about storing it in a freeze location. The girl has tacos. So go to flyovermeat.com. Use promo code flyover for a huge discount. Again, flyovermeat.com, promo code flyover. 
what time it is. It's time for an economic update with Dr. Dr. Kirk Elliott. How are you? Great. We're, we are doing great. It's great, great to see you. I, I love these economic updates because it's it's a, it's a quick hit. They're 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 kind of fun and neat. But you know, in the world of uh, you know, what's the name Kramer? You know, that does the the MSNBC stuff and and all of these you know people that that are just kind of talking heads and and mostly wrong. Uh, this has been a really good source, even just like for Stacey and I personally, and then mm-hmm. the you know how uh, the audience gets to listen in. But it, it it's been really comforting you know, to have these conversations where you're looking at news cycles, the economy through the lens of having two, eight, two PhDs, but also through the lens of, Hey, you know, uh, Jesus slept on a boat in the middle of a storm and we don't have to go crazy because that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it, it's been a really, you were like, I don't know if you've ever felt this, but you're really made for this moment, you know, yep. mentally and emotionally, like God's really prepared you to like, you can look at this and be like, we're good. You know, when everyone else is kind of freaking out, mm-hmm. um, and not, 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 you know, ignoring things that are happening, but, but like looking at them and saying, okay, what, what is, what are all sides of this Rubik's cube at one time? And also where's God in this? Because there, there's never any fear that comes from, from you. I mean, I, I am really even keel kind of a guy. I mean, nothing. I mean, really my, my emotions are almost like flatline most of the time. I never get really, really super excited. I never get really low either. It's just kind yeah. of there because I know that God's always got everything. Yep. Right. And there's peace that comes with that. And there's confidence that comes with that. And, and I don't know, I guess I was born for this because most of the people that call are not that right. right. I mean, it's sad. I mean, they're just gripped and paralyzed and fear yeah. and crying. And it's like, I don't know what to do. And you can hear the shakiness in their voice yeah. and mm-hmm. it's like, okay, let's take a deep breath. It's going to mm-hmm. be okay. Right. We'll figure this out together and we'll, reallocate into strength and use biblical wisdom, godly wisdom, Holy Spirit empowerment. And and that will bring peace in the midst of the storm, right? That's what we hope to bring yes. to everybody. Right. That's why I always tell people, you know, don't wait. If you've been sitting around thinking, oh, maybe I should give them a call or it's overwhelming or I don't even know where I would start. I'll, I'll deal with it next week. Yeah. So I say, give give you guys a call because it's a free consultation. But man, you can sleep at night. You can like literally lay your head on your pillow and be like, okay, I've got that area of my life taken care of. You know, I mean, that is yeah. so important. Yep. Yeah. So, I mean, when we do talk about finances, though, I I try to bring in logic and, you know, bring in news of what World Economic Forum, Bank for International Settlements, IMF, Fed, everybody's talking about because that takes away opinion. And and once you understand the rationale behind why the government legislative actions are happening, why things are happening, okay, now it strips out all emotion too. It's like, okay, this is a very logical decision, right? So, So this is what I try to do. Now, I was talking to a really good um, technical trader friend of mine. I am not a technical trader. I'm not a chartist. I couldn't care less, right? Because to me, fundamentals always drive everything. Fundamentals would be taxation, um, interest rate policy, uh, any kind of legislative legislative words, legislative <laughs> actions. I got to work on my English or something. Um, <laughs> Well, you, you, you got two PhDs, but neither one of them are in English, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, it's okay. No, it it doesn't. If I <laughs> actually probably would have flunked English PhD, <laughs> but it's okay. 
Um, at least I didn't flunk the economics one or the math one. So that's, that's what I'm worried about. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, that's that's important. So all of those kind of more fundamental forces of what causes a market to move is what I look at. What causes things to go up? What causes things to go down? Right. Now, what a technical chartist person looks at, they'd be like a day trader. They're looking for every single penny of profit, right? And they'll say, okay, this is a great time to get in or this is a great time to get out. They're only looking at a chart, not the fundamentals that cause the chart, if that makes sense. So anyways, I was talking to this technical trader guy and, and yesterday silver came approached $22 an ounce. It was like 2208. Well, at that level, some kind of price harmonics thing happened. And really from a technical standpoint, it was the best time in over two years to buy silver it was yesterday. Yesterday. Right? So, yeah. And today we're up like 30 cents or something like that. Right. But it was, it hits that point and then it should, at that point, it's a very foundational floor. And so technically when you hit a floor, it bounces back up. Right. So we're starting to hit this time now where everything that we've been talking about, we should see the bounce up. Now, this is about as excited as you'll ever see me get this next story. Um, because this is big. I mean, truly, this is the biggest news to hit silver, like ever. I mean, it, it's it's massive because if you look at what silver's done since the year 2000, for, for example, 2000, it was $4.50 an ounce, thereabouts. Okay. Um, let's see, three and a half years ago, it was 1191 about 14, 15 months ago, it was 1797. Now it's 22 and a half, right? Okay. So those numbers are massive from 450 to 22 and a half. I mean, I don't know. That's up like 500, 600% yeah. since in, over the last 20 years. In the last three and a half years, it's up over 90%. That's over 30% of your average growth. Over the last 15 months, we're up over 35, 40%. I mean, that's really good too. I mean, this is insane. Now, this is with a manipulated price market, right? So, so the way that the silver markets work is, is, and this goes back a little ways, but BlackRock bought the silver ETF from State Street Bank. And when State Street had it, they had HSBC was the custodian of physical silver that was supposedly backing the silver ETF. Okay. Now, BlackRock said, we don't want them. We want JP Morgan Chase. Hmm. Funny choice because the year before they did that, JP Morgan got hit with a $900 million fine for lying about the number of ounces that they had under custodianship. They got caught with their hand in the cookie jar. Ooh. But why would BlackRock want them? It's like, I think they're all crooks, right? It's like, <laughs> you can't have somebody clean partnering with somebody dirty. You're unequally yoked, right? So it's like, okay, yeah. we'll get both of these, these scoundrels in working together, right? So, so how it works is, Let's say BlackRock needed 10 million ounces of silver to basically back up their silver ETF shares that they sold. Okay. So they'll go to they'll go to Chase and say, hey, Chase, we, we need 10 million ounces. So what does Chase do? They issue naked short contracts, which are cause the price to come down. It's selling pressure on the markets, but they didn't actually own the metals. You can't, the only place in the world you can sell something that you don't have is if you're a big bank, right? So- so they would drive the price down. And then what? Then when the price went down, they would buy a bunch of physical silver to fulfill that contract. That would create demand. Price would go up, goes up too high. They issue more short contracts, drives the price down. 
They gobble up more physical silver. The demand causes price to go up. This is a vicious cycle. So the numbers that we talked about in silver are with that manipulation. Imagine what it would be without that artificially driving the price down all the time. It would be through the roof. Yep. Right? So, so yesterday, there's this article, that, that research paper, from dystopia to utopia. It was on Sprott Money. Um, they, they found something that's incredible. So the number of short positions by banks in silver was cut by 50% last week alone. In one week, half of all the silver short contracts in the world were extinguished. They're gone. Because now, wow. what does that mean? It means if we stay on that same trajectory, all the silver shorts will be gone by the end of this week, right? So they got rid of half. And if they do it again, it's a, they're all gone. Well, what does that mean? A, it means the manipulation game is over. There's no more short contracts out there. B, it means why would they get rid of that many short contracts yeah. that quickly? Mm-hmm. Why? What's well, the why? If you have a short contract, you're, you are wanting the price to come down. So if the price of silver goes up and you own short contracts, you don't just lose money. You lose money hand over fist because it's leveraged. Right. Those short contracts are not dollar for dollar. They're leveraged. So it's a multiplier, right? So, so if silver goes up and you have a short contract, you lose money in multiples. Well, these banks have bajillions of dollars of short contracts out there, right? So they got rid of 50% of them. What does that tell us? They think the price of silver is about to go through the roof. And so they have to get rid of those shorts as quickly as they can. Mm. But this is the first time I've ever seen in the history of any kind of a short that 50% of all the shorts of a market were gone in one week, literally. And it's cried across many banks. It's not like just not as Chase did it. This is across not just Chase. Banks across the board eliminating short positions. So all the net short positions in the world, fifty percent of them were closed last week. So this is exciting to me because what happens in a world where there's no manipulation of of the price? Well, now you're talking about um, U.S. debt clock.org where it shows silver should be 1100 plus dollars an ounce that's the non-manipulated price of what it should be based on the money supply um this is probably where bull polney and others get mm-hmm. some of their algorithms from it's like yeah silver should be in the thousands of dollars an ounce not 25 dollars an ounce right so so this is where we could be headed i'm not saying that we're going to get to a thousand dollars ounce i'm saying that that technically we hit a low point at 22. And then the other part of it is all of these short positions eliminating means the big banks think silver is going to go through the roof. What a time to buy, to put a smile on your face Mm -hmm. in the midst of, of everything that's happening in the world. That'll put a frown on people's face. They should put a smile on your face. This will help you sleep at night. It's what? I said, this would help you sleep at night. I mean, if you get into silver, it's like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. (laughs) It gives me peace or it makes you so excited you can't sleep. Right. But but this is big. Literally, none of us have ever known a world, you know, at our age where silver hasn't been manipulated. Wow. That's all we've ever known. Right. And so it's like, wow, this is pretty cool. 
that these short positions are going away. That would be the first, right? This is this is incredible. So so I'm really excited about it. And everybody who's sitting on the sideline, like what you said earlier, Stacy, who maybe hasn't done anything in silver yet, you should do it now. I'm telling you, both technically, fundamentally, everything that's happening. And then you couple that with the normal weird chaotic world that we yeah. have right now of political chaos, uncertainty, disbelief in everything. Um, you've got, you've got, don't get any of your news anymore from mainstream media, mm. right? When, when after the Iowa caucus, when Rachel Maddow, yes. basically, we saw that, that horrible video. Terrible. Like, I mean, it was such a big fat lie. It's like, well, with, with a contrite heart, this is my paraphrase. The network has made a very difficult decision. Baloney, this is not a difficult decision for them. <laughs> and we are not going to air any words from former President Trump in his victory speech or any time because we've chosen as a network to not actually re-air lies. It's like, what? Oh, my god! If it wasn't gosh. for lies, they wouldn't have had any airtime over air the last five years. Why? I mean, she she's never come on and apologized for her. Remember her big breaking story about the, I've got the goods, the, the Russia, Russia, Russia thing. You know, this was going to be a big you know, deal, nothing, nothing, you know, it's just constant ongoing, you know, uh, uh, magnification of the, of the lies. And so for them to come out and say it, it cause Trump hadn't even gone on to speak yet. It's not like they heard the speech and we're not going to replay it because it was, it was, uh, inauthentic, right? It was, I'm clairvoyant. And so I'm not going to allow you to hear the lies that he's not said yet. And all he was calling for was unity. And they Let's all a, come together. Give a speech. He's like, hey, we got real problems in the world. Yeah. Democrats, Republicans, we need to come together because there's a big crisis going on and uh, we need to work together. It was like, he didn't even, even bring it together DeSantis and, and Haley. He's like, I hey, know. we're actually having fun here. You know, this has been a great time. And like, even that was unifying. So if they're going to protect you from lies they've not even heard yet clairvoyantly, uh, they for sure don't want you to hear uh, uh, messages that their handlers have not pre-approved. That's such a great well, point. It is. It is awful. I mean, what she's what she's saying is they were listening to the speech, and she said, "You know what? If there's anything important for anybody to hear, we will air it so you can hear." <laughs> so basically, what they're saying is we are only going to give you information that we want you to hear, so we can actually have the narrative, and you all viewers of MSNBC are so dumb. We don't actually think that you will actually be able to have counter opposing viewpoints where you decide what the truth is. We're just going to tell you what we think is the best thing for you to hear because you don't have the brain or the capacity to figure things out on your own. Yeah. That's what she intended. That's what she's, yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, the only time you see that in a real scenario is, you know, we're grandparents and, and uh, you know, with our, our kids, their kids will be around like, instead of watch this movie. Well, have you seen it? I don't know. Let's like let, let let's go through this before mm -hmm. we let the children see it. You know, mm -hmm. because they're four, right? And they're three. You know, like it's it's that dynamic from a from a good heart wanting mm -hmm. to protect their minds. Uh, that is how mainstream media sees their role in in news. It, it's it's yeah. it's we know we're we're the big kids. We understand. We'll break it down for you children in a way that you can understand if need be. But but let us go through mm -hmm. it first because because we know better. So that kind of control on this information flow, um, what we have access to here with you is the ability to go through these numbers and actually put this out where people are ahead. You know, Amazon, I don't mm -hmm. know if the numbers was, but close to doubled their fleet and wrapped all these vans before COVID. Like the only reason that you would have made that aggressive of a move 
if you knew there was going to be a situation where people could only mm-hmm. be ordering online. Like, like there's a hundred right. things around COVID where it's like, that's odd that they would have made that move, uh, a, you know, nine months early. Uh, that's interesting. So there's yeah. so many of those things happen. What this gives you a chance to do is to be able to make moves like the banks. If they're getting out, if all the rats are getting off of the ship, it's like, well, they know. Yep. They they know what what's what's happening. They're protecting themselves from an inevitable rise in silver because that's the value that it should be. In the name of right. the article, from dystopia to utopia in gold and silver. I mean, I've never, Kirk. We've been doing this show with you, whatever, a year and a half or two years. I've never seen you like this before. It's pretty exciting. This is amazing. I mean, truly, this is big, huge news. It's massive. That is awesome. So, Flyover Family, go to Fly Heard it here first. I know. Go to flyovergold.com, place you can fill out your information to get a free consultation. It doesn't cost you any money whatsoever. There's, there's no reason to hesitate. Get the information that you need to make a great decision for your family. Or you can call 720-605-3900. Again, 720-605-3900. Dr. Kirk, thank you so much for your time. Flyover Family, make that call or Love go on and get today. that information in. We'll talk to you soon. This is a crazy time to be alive. Well, just in our lifetime, it used to be where you'd hear your grandparents talk about how cheap gas was and stuff, and it was 75 years before, 50 years you yeah. know, before. And so we've seen a lot of changes since Biden took office, $700 more a month. Than what you needed in January of 21 when he took office. You might hear these kind of things and think, oh, that's overwhelming. I can't control the government. I can't control what they're doing. I can't control the spending, but we can take care of ourselves. You want to make sure that you're buying bullion from somebody that you can trust and someone that does not charge you a commission when you go to sell. If there's going to be a commission, have it on the front end, not the back end when it skyrockets. And now you're like, oh my gosh, look at this big, huge commission I got to pay because it's on the back end before I sell it. You can buy an ounce of silver for $23. So this is something everybody can get into. And if silver goes to $50, if it goes to $75, if it goes to $100, all of those profits are yours. And that's happening while the dollar is buying less and less at the actual grocery store. So you can go to flyovergold.com, fill out your information. When you do that, someone from Dr. Kirk's team will get a hold of you to set up a free consultation. It doesn't cost you any money whatsoever. Or to do the same thing, you can just call 720-605-3900. Hello, Flyover family. Join me every Wednesday for the Prophetic Report at 1111 Central. You can find it on Rumble. You can find it on the Flyover app. We have such an incredible time of hearing from all of these different prophetic voices like Robin Bullock, Julie Green, Barry Wunsch, Amanda Grace, and Hank Kuhneman. Every week, it's either five or six different prophets that are speaking. And what's interesting is God is speaking through them. And all of these voices come together like puzzle pieces. It is so exciting to hear what the Lord is saying. We're hearing from medical. We're hearing from military intelligence. We're hearing from the financial world. We're hearing from mainstream media. But the most important is, what is God saying? He has not fallen off the throne. He's not nervous. He's not chewing his nails. He is in control. He has plans to prosper us and not to harm us. What a great time to be alive. And I'm so excited for you to join me every Wednesday at 1111. For more great content, go to flyoverconservatives.com.